tell me where in the world is crying in San Diego. Welcome back to Where in the World is Crime in San Diego. It is just me today. There is no Angie. Angie is, will not be joining us for this episode. So it's a special episode of just you and I. Uh, hope you guys had a chance to listen to our last episode of Unmatched, where we talk about Shannon Betts and Beverly, who was the suspect in connection to his murder. Um, and this week we have a, a new episode. Now, this episode is really special. I, I really take it personal. I really take it to heart because um, we had a listener that sent us this information of an unsolved case. And looking more into it, I can't help but feel, you know, so, so much pain for the families going through this. And uh, I hope that we can do justice and try to shine some light on this unsolved case. So, for this week's episode, its name is Justice or Sal. First things first, we will do our sources. So we have NBC7, Fox 5, ABC10, San Diego Union Tribune. We also have San Diego Crime Stoppers. We also have San Diego.gov, Facebook, and we also have YouTube. Our disclaimers, we have gun violence, we have stabbing, we have murder. Let's introduce to you Salvador Mercado but he also went by Sal. Now, Sal was said to be the light of the family. He also was a father. He was a son and a brother. Uh, if you were having a rough day, it said that Sal would always be there to kind of cheer you up or pick you up and lift your spirits, which is like, all right, someone that can you know keep me going. And if I'm having a rough day, like, I could always rely on this person to help me uh, get a better day. It's not always how you start, but it's always how you finish. He was also empathetic to a lot of people. He was very involved in the community and primarily with like youth. He was also involved with like a lot of youth and athletics and sports, which is amazing. It's great. Angelina, who is Sal's uh, sister, remembers one of her last moments with her brother where he was leaving the house and he was going to go to the gym. And she just kind of froze as he walked by her. And then she kind of felt like, should I say goodbye to him? He didn't say goodbye to me. She was very hesitant, but she stared out the window from their house as he got in his car and drove away. And she felt she should have ran out there and said, hey, like, see you later. Goodbye. Because unfortunately, that was the last moment that she would ever see her brother alive. It's November 15th, 2003. Maria, who is, Sal's, who is Sal's son, is over at her place and he's over for dinner. Now, Sal is in a very chippy mood. He's super excited. He's happy. He's, you know, excited because he's going to go out for a fun night. And, you know, moms love their sons, especially after they become adults and they come over and they have for, they're there for dinner or for any gathering. They're all gun-ho for it. I know because that's how my mom is. Now, she goes over and she kisses him and she tells him goodbye. And unfortunately, this is the last time that Maria would ever see her son alive. Salvador attends a house party on Harris Avenue in South Bay in the neighborhood of Palm City. 
the party host sees that there's a, a bunch of uninvited guests that show up and decides to shut the party down. It is now just around midnight, November 16th, 2003, where police officers get a call about gunshots in the neighborhood of Harris Avenue. And once they arrive to Harris, they can see that there's a big commotion. There's a big crowd outside on the street. And as soon as their lights are flashing, that's when everybody scatters. Officers learn that two people have been stabbed. Now, it's not confirmed if anybody was shot, but there are at least two confirmed that were stabbed. One of them being Salvador Mercado. He asks to go to the hospital, which happened to be Scripps. Upon reaching the hospital, they contact his mother, who was obviously, it's late at night, asleep. So she's waking up by, hey, you're, you need to get to the hospital. Your son's in the hospital. He's been stabbed. As what any parent would, they rush over to the hospital. Unfortunately, upon arriving at the hospital, that is when she receives news that her son had passed away from the wounds. Sal was only 25 years old, leaving behind a family. On the day of his funeral, many had shown to show their respects. The room was completely full. Angelina had said that there was not a dry eye in the room, which shows the importance of what he meant to that community. Sadly, the person that was, is responsible for this murder is still unidentified. There's still a su- there is no suspects. There is, detectives are still trying to gather information. Any information, big or small, is still needed. Detectives uh, are hopeful for solving this case. Now, I did mention that there was two people that were stabbed. 30 minutes after Salvador had arrived at Scripps, a second person who arrived at Scripps with stab wounds said that they were stabbed on Harris Avenue as well. Now, that person was 17 years old and a male. Uh, fortunately, police were not able to you know, investigate or ask questions to that person. And up to the, till this day, they, they're still looking for information about the whereabouts of that person. Now, detectives in San Diego, they know that many people were there. Many people had witnessed this all unfold on the street because that's where ultimately the stabbing happened on the street on Harris Avenue. And many of them have not even presented themselves to come forward with any kind of information. So they're being hopeful for anyone with any kind of information, big or small, to please come forward and help solve this uh, cold case. This family has been left without closure after this tragic loss. And, you know, they're, they're hoping that someone out there knows something, whether it's big or small, that could come up with answers and try to, you know, close this cold case. Because um, there's just so many people that were involved that haven't stepped forward, that whether they're scared or they want to stay anonymous because there's there's stuff out there where it's like you can stay anonymous you don't have to say your name um you know just help someone out you know you have something out there and you're going to have that guilt for the rest of your life if you don't come forward come clean um you know and yeah cold cases sometimes take forever and some of them don't get solved and some of them do and you know we're being hopeful for this one uh to be solved it's almost been 20 years and i feel like someone out there still knows something on who is responsible for this tragic event. Angelina's been quoted to say, there has to be someone who saw something. Something like this does not go unnoticed. And then she's right, because after a house party shuts down, mostly, at least back in my day, when we got kicked out, 
we we still huddle around the front of the house trying to figure out where we were going to go next. Like we couldn't just say, oh, okay, this party is over. Let's go home. It's like, no, you figure it out. You go somewhere else and then you could take it from there. Maria, Sal's mother, has been quoted to say, I believe this case will be solved and I'm not going to give up. Well, kudos to her because honestly, there's so many cases out there where they've gone cold for such a long time and then, you know, 10 years, 20 years, 30 years after the fact, that's when they get solved. And I, I sure hope that, you know, by doing this episode and, and trying to shine the light on this particular unsolved case here in San Diego is able to help bring that chapter to a close. If you have any information in regards to Salvador Mercado's case, you can contact the San Diego Homicide Unit at 619-531-2293. You can also call Crime Stoppers Anonymous Tip Line at 888-580-8477. Crime Stoppers did put a $1,000 reward and the uh, family of Salvador also put out 9000 totaling up to $10,000 reward in any uh, whereabouts to the connection of uh, Salvador Mercado's murder. Can't stress enough, any small tip, big or small, towards cold cases, whether it's this cold case or any cold case in your area, San Diego, or around the world, is huge. If you have something, if you said something, or you saw something, anything, um, you know, just go ahead and, and call that anonymous tip. You don't even have to leave your name. Um, you know, anything and everything will help. Paying our respects to the untimely death of Salvador Mercado and hoping that him and his family can find the suspect connected to his murder. May he rest in peace. And now that we've reached our SBS uh, Small Business Spotlight of the Week, I would like to feature... Um, Crafting underscore for underscore justice, which happens to be Angelina uh, Salvador Mercado's uh, sister, uh, her Instagram page, where she uses crafting to promote justice for Sal um, and trying to you know solve her brother's cold case murder, uh, which I think is really cool. Looking at her page, she's got a lot of really cool stuff. Plus side, she is a Padre fan, which is on my all right, cool, awesome. Um, I did see some Charger stuff, and I did see some Dodger stuff on there, but at the same time, I also saw 49ers, so it's kind of balancing out a little bit, right? Uh, anyways, um, really cool stuff, you know. Um, please, uh, any information that you guys can reach out uh, to try to get this case out there, any cold cases that you guys may have that you want us to try to shine the light on, we're definitely up for it. Uh, we're here for our community. Both Angie and I, we stand for that. And I know she may not be here on this episode, but she clearly knows how important it is for us to try to get these kind of cases out there because uh, primarily that's what she wants to be able to do. She wants to be able to have a nonprofit for unsolved cases. And hopefully this is like something that's a good start for both her and I and that we're both excited to be part of. So like I mentioned at the start of the episode, we are reaching some great new heights with our podcast. We've been almost at this for a whole entire year, honestly. And yeah, like it's been a very huge, huge learning process for us. Like we've had some technical difficulties and I understand uh, last month we had a very difficult time trying to record episodes for you guys and we've missed you guys and we've had to adjust along the way 
and we have adapted and we've learned so much on not just about podcasting but so much about our community and our city and our our past and both angie and i were so happy and we're so excited for what the next six months and a year brings to our podcast um so with that being said a huge thank you uh Please continue to like, share, follow Where in the World is Crime in San Diego. Follow our Instagram, follow our social media of Facebook, reach out to us on our Google form. Um, please send us your guys' cases that you would like for us to investigate. And also those SBSs that we do love to share and we love to put the spotlight on. Uh, with that being said, make sure you guys tune in every Monday and for your next dose of Where in the World is Crime in San Diego. Till then. See you next time. And in case we don't see you, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. Tell me where in the world is crime in San Diego. Hey,